0: So last night we were talking, you know, about the Super Bowl, of course, but we were talking about uh, the significance of the Phoenix and rising from the ashes and being reborn and all this symbolism about death and decay and then the resurrection and all these messages are being told that we may have to destroy the past, burn it if we have to, rebuild it because we as humans only understand, I guess, the extremes. We have birth, we have death, and whatever happens in between is what you make of it. How you make of your time, what you make of your life. I mean, you're either defected with medicine or you're perfected in the future when you're designed like a toy. You become someone else's toy or someone else's robot or someone else's remote-controlled monkey. But like it or not, the cliched future has shocked us into this reality. A reality that we now fear is simulated. That has been augmented to take our minds off the fact that our extinction can be avoided with genetic engineering. But we have to also consider that genetic engineering can contribute to our demise as rogue scientists continue to throw out ethics in order to get a taste of what it is to be like God. Now, many years have gone by since we first were able to map the human genome. And at that time, we were all being subjected to a lot of predictive programming about the dangers and the obstacles that were already approximated to come with DNA and genetic sequencing. The Human Genome Project was launched in 1990. It was heralded as a significant scientific endeavor that would provide answers to some of the most vexing questions about how genetic makeup influences human health. However, beyond the benefits of the project, there were always that yeah, it was always that uh, slippery slope of knowing that in the future, technocratic dictatorship or scientific authority would somehow get hold of your DNA and misuse it, use it for experimentations and for uses in creating biological weapons, vaccines, cloning procedures, and other experimental procedures that we, we can't even foresee. Some of the work on the Human Genome Project was being done at the Cold Spring Harbor Labs in New York. This is the old station for experimental evolution and the eugenics records office that was all endowed with funds from the Rockefeller and Harriman families of 1910. It was originally dedicated to the scientific research of racial differences. But the Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory would hold secret meetings not unlike the Bilderberg Group, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, or even the World Economic Forum. At Banbury Center, meetings were about off-the-record discussions on molecular biology and human genetics and there were many medical and scientific luminaries and technocrats that would dictate science policy at these meetings. Alongside the physical science of genetic engineering, there was the idea of the social science of bioethics, the discipline which decides what is ethical medical practice and research. The bio, there was the bioethics committee that was established. used to be uh, bioethics was uh, something that uh, was, was considered first when it came to what we do with DNA. Well, what is used to be called genetic, uh, what, what used to be called genocide, is now social engineering. It's now biological engineering. It's it's carried out for political interests with pseudo scientific ideas. And in, in, in the matters of life and death, the ruling elites still have the final world. It's just, it, 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 they have the finer word on the on the world. It's just a few short weeks, a few short days, maybe months, years. Who knows? Genetics product, pro- projects are underway as we speak. There are labs. I was just looking at a. Uh, a a lab or what we call rogue labs. It was a statistic that was given in Zero Hedge today. And I was looking at that thinking, yeah, there are plenty of rogue labs everywhere in the United States. There may be one in your backyard. And we're warned all the time now. We, we are warned that there needs to be a world where all biological systems are covered, where that all encompassing biometric passport The one that lists every move, every moment, every job, every purchase, every fine, every penalty, tax, rental, home, significant or insignificant, emotional, and economic and familial event. All of this recorded in a passport. The consensus is in. No choice, no life, no job, no nothing without a chip or a biometric marker to prove that you are not a flight risk or a social credit risk or even a carrier of a pathogen that you can spread like a vampire or a zombie. The future can all be explained with that medical DNA scan and a retinal scan, or it could be all recorded and captured in a chip, a chip that's inserted into you, under your skin, or in your head. The unfolding global hysteria is congealing into even more lovely byproducts of big pharma as a convenient and required dictatorship. It comes in many forms. There are many offshoots. You have, I mean, sure. I mean, the main functions of Western society are broken. And, and the paranoia is at a fever pitch right now. We're waiting for major events. We hear of this major event in the spring, something happening in the spring, probably around the Ides of March or maybe Beltane. And we're going to dread it. And a lot of people think that it could be another crippling pandemic that will be far worse than COVID-19. We keep hearing of the DNA databases in China. We keep hearing about rogue labs are being discovered. They're experimenting on pigs and monkeys. I mean, we're at a point where billionaires and their lackeys in high places set the narrative. They set the tone. They they, they write the legislation, laws, and they, they force people into participating in greater evils against humanity. And they go after the vital foundations of the republic. That includes our Constitution. And when we see the Constitution being attacked, we see the cornerstone of law being attacked, we're going to be seeing collapse after collapse after collapse. And it's apparent in the lack of governance over decades and these adventures we see of imperial overreach too. But now, now we are being seen as bottom feeders that are ungovernable. And so what is waiting for us? Well, the police state's waiting for us, yes. And the limited ghettos known as smart cities They're all being created now, too. Perfect example of smart cities. You know, I told you I'm living in an area that's going to be a smart city. Well, guess what? I can't come into work tomorrow because I'm going to be out of my house. They're pushing me out of my house so they can take down trees and tree limbs in order to allow 5G to go through the area without being blocked or otherwise shut down. Yeah. It's a very complicated story, but it's something that I I it's just I can't believe this. I've never been forced out of my house for this type of project ever in my life. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty that's five zero three two two five zero eight sixty. We'll be back.